Cafeteria talk, early morning edition. We early are morning. tired. Early morning. Um, early. I have your host, uh, Quattro. It's your boy, Slick Rob. And how you doing? This is DJ Noah. How y'all doing? And we are back today. Of course, we do not have uh, Kevin today. So, street continues, y'all. 8-0. We 8-0? Wow. Eight and should, we, should we 0 and 8 for like a win? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 0 and 8. Yeah. Okay, so let's switch to the area. We think a lot when we tire. Yeah. We, 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 we fix our mistakes. We're the Miami Dolphins, the podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> you mean, I mean, you mean the Bengals. Because they, they, the they don't matter. They haven't won one game yet? No. Oh my, this ain't the sports episode. Yeah. This is the Queen and Slim review. This movie was so good that we thought we'd get this episode out quick. So it's actually the third episode coming out this week. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, like, yeah, this is... And we, we woke ju- up... Oh, go ahead. When did we... We just watched this, like... Not, not even, not, not even, even twelve hours, hours ago, ago. Like legit, yeah. So like, we left the theater that night, and we just woke up early on this Thanksgiving morning. So happy Thanksgiving again. Our uh, other episode is gonna be dropping today, but mm-hmm. happy Thanksgiving again. Early Sunday morning, he woke up. It's Thursday. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. It's I just, know my but... mind is just it's telling me no. <laughs> no, hey, no, hold on, we ain't taking it there. Nah. But um, today, like I said, we will be reviewing uh, the movie Queen and Slim. Um, let me get into how we rate our movies here at Cafeteria Talks. We do it in kind of a little um, format, if you will. Um, first off, we look at the movie based on its visuals. How does the movie look? Does it catch the viewer's eye? This also uh, encompasses costumes, lightscape, you know, any CGI that may have been used, any different shots, stuff like that. Then we look at the story. What's what's it about? Does it tell a good, well-paced story? Um, we're gonna be talking about the writing, the tone, the structure, screenplay, stuff like that. You know, all of the pieces of the story. And lastly, look at the implications. Uh, what are we left with? Um, do we want to see more? Um, is there possibilities for sequels? What do we learn from the movie? Any lessons? Stuff like that. And at the end, each every movie we review gets a table score of one through ten. One being absolute garbage go back to the drawing board you actually should have never went to the drawing board with this movie or 10 um it's a masterpiece it's basically a joker ugly <laughs> plug in dc because you know i gotta do it dc's the best uh thing to ever create movies ever including bvs <coughs> a masterpiece <laughs> a masterpiece i don't know why they be coming for me about my little about my little fandoms man Bro, I'm i can't be a fan of blade Bortles on this podcast i can't be a fan of bvs on this podcast well i mean i like bvs i just go for you because i know you're gonna get a reaction like I, every time because i because he be getting ooh. but uh usually we put a spoiler alert here but we decided that since this movie's you know relatively fresh we'll do uh the first half uh no spoilers and then towards the end, we'll timestamp it in the comments, uh, in the description uh, area, letting you guys know when to stop, if you want to avoid spoilers before you see the movie. But without further ado, I do. 
You've been saying or do, so you can't even blame it on being tired. It's a do. You see, but, but here, here, here's, here's the little thing. I didn't mean thing. to tell you that, but here's I didn't mean to tell you that when we, when we you know, recorded, we but again. I mean, it's a do. I am not too tired to slap you with a mic, a mic this morning. I'm just do. not. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm just not. I was waiting for the do. But, um, so Queen of Slim, I'm going to read you guys this overview and um, stuff like that. So, directed by Melina... Oh, I'm about to butcher it. Melina Matsukas. Matsukas, I Matsukas. think. And the screenplay was by Lena White uh, from E1 Entertainment. Queen of Slim's first day takes an unexpected turn when a policeman pulls him over for a minor traffic violation. When the situation escalates, Slim takes the officer's gun and shoots him in self-defense. Now, the label cop killers in the media, Queen Slim... Oh, they did that on purpose. Slim and Queen feel that they have to, no choice but to go on the run and evade the law. When the video of the incident goes viral, the unwitting outlaws soon become a symbol of trauma, terror, grief, and pain for all for people all across the country. Queen and Slim, Eat, y'all, did y'all hear in the little thing they they switched them Slim and Queen mm-hmm. did yeah. that on purpose yeah, most to mess me up, yeah. just to throw someone off. Oh my gosh, man, it's got its ratings are kind of iffy. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know why. That movie was beautiful. Because they black. Probably. Probably. 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is high compared to some of the stuff that gets a way lower rating. 5.3 on ID, but, IMDb. But for what it is, like... Mm. I mean, I low-key thought it was better than Joker, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, it was... I, um, I, yeah. It was good. So let's talk about uh, these visuals, which is probably the highlight of if this movie. If this movie does not get an Oscar for Best Cinematography... Oh my god, yeah. Oh, the, the cameraman. Every was shot was on every point. shot made you go, Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Like every single whole movie. shot. Man, it was some good shots. Oh my god. Like I feel bad for the dudes next to us who just wanted to watch a movie. Cause you had Big a bunch facts. of you had a bunch of movie nerds sitting next to you like, oh that shot. Oh that shot. Like, every single the shots shot. Alone, if I was a crier, I'd have been crying. Like that my goodness. Like Like I felt like like the the other thing was Shia LaBeouf crying in the movie theater clapping. Yeah. That's how I felt every yep. like yep. every single <laughs> shot. Like I didn't not that I didn't like it, but I think my least favorite plot shots were the ones that were probably taken um on the helicopter or probably a drone by now. Technology is advancing. It's probably mm-hmm. you need a helicopter, but the ones that were like really high in the sky, I didn't really mm-hmm. like those as much like they were nice but some of them were nice but they were, I didn't really like those as much okay. but yeah. a lot of those intimate um so I think my favorite shots were definitely the b-roll a lot yeah. of people yeah. are using this mm-hmm. movie yeah. like they um they the way they pan the camera and just show the blackness of the places they were at um it's just beautiful especially like in the end when they were panning around all those African-American things yeah it was very ugh ugh the color Man, black look, people, man, I love it. Color look, is so we've been so focused on white people in movies, we forgot how good melanin looks on screen. Oh my goodness, oh, man! Oh, she, oh. both of them, gorgeous skin. Like, I, yeah, like I, I could only wish. <laughs> Not have good skin. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, "I could only wish." We just don't have the the, the blue color grading to go with our our black skin. Yeah, like I've seen yeah. yellow work well a lot, especially like in Get Out. Mm, they yeah. always paired the melanin with yellow. Mm-hmm. But this one they paired it with with blue and I think they did it in Moonlight, but I didn't see it. So, uh yeah, they did. They did it in Moonlight. Okay. Moonlight was a really good movie in terms uh, visually too. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked how the they really complimented each other 
when they were on screen together. Mm-hmm. Like, just in the way that they looked, it was so, it was perfect. And then, like, both of them, both the actors, Danny Kalua and Jody Turner-Smith, are just gorgeous actors. So, they, I mean, they didn't have to do much. Like, they just they literally really had to be did. on screen. Man, shoot, the faces. They faces. So, yeah. Like, literally, I think I could have watched this. You know, like, they used to do them old silent movies they used to do way back in the day? Like, Black and White, like the Charlie mm-hmm. Chaplin? Yeah, like a silent mm-hmm. movie, like bro. Honestly, they could have done a silent movie with this. Like it's just oh, like, the faces they gave, like yeah, they 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 gave a performance. They like for sure. I can see, I can see Oscar nods coming coming that way. Nominations for sure. Yeah, yeah. They they like they they gave one heck of a performance. But you know, yeah. Khalil gets snubbed for Tony Stark and uh, Jodie Turner Smith get snubbed for huh Phoenix. Gonna snub. Uh, Phoenix is probably Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be a snub if Phoenix wins. But, but no, I'm, 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 it'd be a snub if Tony Stark's win. If not, why do I keep calling that man? His that man's name is Robert Downey Jr. Jr. He got my name, dog. If Downey wins, I, yeah. But I, I, I think Phoenix would. I think Phoenix would win if it's nominated. But yeah. yeah, let me just say, Queen and Slim definitely needs an Oscar nomination uh, just for its visuals alone. Oh my god, the like, yeah. visuals alone was just out of out of box. I think one of. There was a lot of one take shots, mm-hmm. and I'm a sucker for one take shots. Where like, you know, anything longer than ten seconds, in like the same the same shot, mm-hmm. because you know that especially nowadays, like movies are so cut up. Indeed. Like to me, especially like I watch a lot of action. That's mm-hmm. why I like the John Wick movies so much because they don't stray away from the action. No quick cuts. No shaky. See everything. And so that's why I just really like one take shots. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of them, but what I didn't like is every time I said, "Oh wow, it's one take," it cut right after that. Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah that happened a couple times in the movie. It was like, "Yo, look at the one. Oh, it changed. Dang it!" Yeah, yeah. But I also really like the costuming and well, not yeah, costumes. Yeah, I really yeah, like the costuming the in costumes. this movie. Um, it it felt really it felt real. Like nobody was like trying to like dress hood or dress mm-hmm. you know not ghetto because it's not ghetto, but um, dressed like they had never, you know, dressed the way they had dressed before. Like everything mm-hmm. felt really natural. Um, even things that that Queen and Slim chose to wear, like it was very deliberate. I felt like, but um, that's spoiler territory. I'm not gonna tell you what they wore. I mean, if you watch the trailer, you saw it. But honestly, um, <laughs> and just the the vintage the vintage look of it all. Like it it looked at it didn't even feel like I was watching America on TV. Especially, you know, living in Jacksonville. They were in different parts of the country. But, yeah. like, I, it was a different America I was seeing through their eyes as they were traveling uh, cross-country. Mm-hmm. You got so many different interpretations of... It's, I just love how they went through the... They basically went through the whole East Coast. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. They went down the East Coast. And I really liked how um, they... For a movie that has such uh, dark uh, leads in it, it was dark for a lot of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And you still were able, like, the to see the light. The, yeah, it like, was, the lighting was definitely um, intentional. Like, yeah. 10 years ago, this would have been a movie that had way too much dark scenes to have dark skin leads. Yeah. You right. needed some lights everywhere, but nah, like, whoever did this movie obviously loved what they were doing and wanted to do right by African Americans with this movie, mm-hmm. and they did it correctly. Because the screenplay just... was by uh, Lena Waithe, and she was in um, Ready Player, Player One. One. Ready Player One. And she... she wrote, she's written for, not Atlanta, it was another black show. Oh, um, I think she's written for Issa Rae's show. Oh. Um, on HBO. What is it called? She, she, it's not She's Gotta Have It. 
urg, it's gonna eat me up that I don't know what it is. But um, she's written for her, and her, that show's I think I think it's got an Emmy. Like I think it's a pretty uh pretty famous show. It's got like four seasons, but yeah, Lena Waite did a great job with this movie. Definitely, she really did. The a lot of the shot like for the, a lot of the movie, they were never like there weren't too many shots where they were like in the center. They did mm-hmm. a lot of rule of three, and she knew it was telling me about um. What was it? The right and left thing? Oh, yeah. How they do a like, camera direction. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain like right off the dot like this. But it just kind of has to do with like how protagonists and antagonists work in a scene. Mm-hmm. And how they how the camera, how they use the camera to trick you into making sure that this way makes you... this like, When it looks this way, it makes you feel natural. When it looks this way, you should feel uneasy about how like... how Especially for like Americans, how we read left to right. Mm-hmm. So when we read left to right... Um, we see a shot that goes from left to right, but when it's an antagonizing shot, it'll go from right. The scene kind of goes from right to left. You saw it a lot, especially in this one. How even when they would rule of they would use the rule of threes in the opposite way to make you feel uneasy and things like that. And they would have some moments where they intentionally broke the one eighty rule in this movie. But it was just to make you feel uneasy because something bad was about to happen. Yeah, mm. That's what I liked, though, because it was a couple of days ago. Um, I had just got done watching. I actually just got done watching 21 Bridges. And um, oh, I want to see that. Oh, good movie. Um, I definitely got to give you a review on that. Um, but what is it? I, I was I was done watching 21 Bridges. I went outside of, of the movie theater and I was talking to one of my old co-workers that I used to work with in. He, cause he, um, you know, he wants to, well, he said he thinks he should start going into writing cause he's a very good writer. Um, and I was like, okay, me and him, we're going to end up working together. I already know that. But, um, he was like, one thing he doesn't like about movies nowadays is they try to be, um, they're like, they really try to stick to like, what's it called? Like the basics, like back to the basics type thing. They try to stick to the basis of like how movies were originally made what like principles mm-hmm. and he was like he's like he feels like people should try to break that barrier for originality and i was like i feel that so like scorsese they're not taking risks not taking risk and like that's what i liked about this movie like what pua mentioned with the 180 because i saw that i was like hold on I, first thing i was thinking is uh, i was like it it yeah because like it's meant to make you feel uneasy but it and worked. I, 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 do you know what the 180 rule is Mm-mm. all right so in a shot when Two people are talking, right? Mm. The camera... All right, let's say the camera is, like, on or on this side. This camera's here, like, to our left. Mm-hmm. It's going to go along 180 degrees to get, like, the angle over my shoulder, the angle over your shoulder, but it's not going to switch to this side. It's mm. going to stay along a 180-degree pattern. That's the 180 degrees. Yeah. Oh, huh, okay. Does a circle... Half a circle goes in one eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see y'all. Obviously, y'all see what I just what I got in geometry class. Uh, sorry, that was my wake up alarm on Thursdays. Telling y'all it's early. <laughs> it's early. Um, I do have a retraction though. Uh, Lena Waithe did not work on Easter Ray's show. Uh, she's pretty famous for the shot, which I is on my list to watch. I that's I've seen like clips and it's hilarious. Uh, Master of None, Queen and Slim, Ready Player One. She was actually an actor in that. Dear White People, stepsister. Oh, so she. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. she's definitely, you know, on this um, wave of just black excellence when it comes to getting uh, her name up there, screenwriting mm-hmm. and like acting and stuff like that. But because Dear White People is pretty good, the show 
I wasn't a fan because I liked the movie better, but um, the show from what I saw, great. the show was mm-hmm. the first season was all right. I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just watched the first. Uh, season. The main the main actress was good. Oh yeah, she got it too. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. You talking about the show or the movie? The, the show. show. Oh okay. I mean, I, yeah, because like she was a better. she was in what's it called? Uh, Meet the Browns. Meet the Browns. Yeah. What she was? Yeah, that was the same girl from Meet the Browns. Dang, but you know, man, see how they do you. But uh, I think if there's anything else y'all have on the visuals, we're going to you know like non spoiler territory for story. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going off for story, but that the concept in and of itself, like. When I saw the trailer, oh gosh, months back, I think yeah, like yeah. I thought around in game times was the first time I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember seeing was the trailer and then for forgetting the name and then going to see Black and Blue, thinking that it was going to be Queen and Slim. <laughs> well, you sorely mistaken. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but yeah. um, no, like just the concept of you know, this starts out on a date and you know they they leave the date and they're just driving or whatever. He swerves ever so slightly. And the cop pulls him over, and then he ends up, you know, shooting at, uh, what's her name? Queen. And then uh, Slim tries to fight the cop, and the cop goes down, and he grabs the cop's gun and shoots him in self-defense. And then they go on the run. Like, that, it's a very, on paper, it's a very simple story. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, one, two, three, boom. And then um, the movie goes on from there. And it that concept, A, drew you in, which is what a trailer's supposed to do. and what happens in the story is just so interesting how everything turns out mm-hmm. because yeah it really oh no nah, that's that's spoiler ah so this is so frustrating but the fact that they um were able to keep going the whole mm-hmm. movie yeah like it wasn't it never got boring yeah that was a good part for me because I'm I don't like seeing the movies that a two hour movie that is boring that has like long drawn out parts well I think yeah. the, there there was one moment where it had a Small dip, and I'm thinking, oh, this movie's kind of long. Then it, br- it it came right back up mm. right after that. It picks up. The, there was there was like like maybe a small two minute segment where I'm like, this movie is kind of long. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Quattro's probably getting upset, mm-hmm. and then it picked up like literally within like thirty seconds of me after after me saying that. Yeah. It, but so I mean, like, what are they gonna do? Kill thirty kill thirty seconds of the movie? Like, no. Yeah. It, it, it was pacing was amazing. Hey, yeah. Yeah. What 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 I will say. Somewhat predictable, in the yeah, sense that sure. like it's a it's it's a standard on the run movie. Yeah, yeah. even higher. My brother went with us to see the movie. He said the same thing. He's not even a movie buff like that. He was like, "But it was pretty predictable. It was a runaway movie." Yeah, so I'm pre- maybe, maybe that's why it has an eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But even still, it's definitely on the. But I mean, it's it's still, it's better it's side of yeah, list. it's on the better side of predictability. Yeah. Like it's yeah. good predictability. It's it's like a it's like a underground railroad. In 2019. All movies at this point. Yeah, you know, there's that. probably hundreds, uh, hundreds of thousands of movies out. Millions, probably millions of movies out by now. Mm-hmm. You, there, there's really not much that you can do that you haven't already done, per se. I, yeah. I even talked about to my film studies uh, professor, it's cliche to dodge a cliche now. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so when they talk about cliche, especially in genre films, you can't really... If you try to avoid a cliche, it's gonna be obvious. Yeah. So yeah. if you're just gonna if you're gonna embody what you're doing, just embody it and go along with it. Yeah. And yeah. exactly like uh the only movies that I feel like should still, you know, probably not be as predictable is probably a mystery movie. Because they're yeah. not supposed to be. You're supposed yeah. to figure it out at the end. Like one of those who done it. 
Yeah, one of those who done like Knives Out. You know, you probably I probably don't want to be in Knives Out halfway through, not even know who the killer is. Right. And yeah. then I find out that's the killer. Like that wouldn't be that's not fun. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, like a movie can be predictable to a point. Like I hate watching movies with my mom. Like I'll be sitting next to her, and like especially if it's a movie I've already seen, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I can't wait for you to see the twist. And then 15 minutes before the twist, oh, Thanos snaps, don't he? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, well, bro. all right then. I like, guess we can cut out the rest of the other three hours. Yeah. Speaking of that, like, I also, I guess I'm gonna stop. I need to stop looking at how long movies are, uh, because I think it messes with my psyche going in. If I'm already, because if I went to Queen and Slim, I went to Queen and Slim knowing it was two hours, and I was like, two hours, okay, that's not terrible, you know, whatever. But two, I, if if I went in there thinking it was two and a half hours, three, I was like. Yeah, no. See, I already like don't like this movie because I don't want to sit that long. Yeah, but two hours—it's literally two hours flat. Like, just great, great sit. Um, but what did you think of um, like the story in terms of the other characters? The other characters, I think they bolted in well. Like, mm. that's a lot of people. Um, I always like to think about this anytime I try to come up with any idea of what to write. Um. I mainly shy away from my main characters and I come back to them. I always look at the sides because the side characters and like the supporting cast, they help drive the story because in a story in general, you have to, you have your main, you have your main synopsis, you have your main thing, but the side, like there's always a side, not, I almost said a side mission. It's like in a video game, you got the main, you got the main arc, you got the main, what's it called? Main story. You got the main story. I don't think of that. You got the main story, but then you got like side missions. Your side missions help keep games interesting. Like once you finish the main story, you still have you still got you still like, like you only like thirty percent done with the game. Still like yeah, you still got many side missions to go on. So like I always look at the and I feel like they did them so well because like supporting cast and like back they push a story forward. Like if you just it's like in a it's like in a um in like a painting. You got your main you got your main focused and then like you got the things on the side and all that and we all get drawn to paintings different like that's why i want like any i think any successful movie is any everyone has of course everyone has their own opinion on it but like if everyone's just like oh the main this the main character but if you ain't talking about the side i just be like dang i feel like it's just that one center part that they just care about you got to get the whole echelon of everything and i just love the side i love the the side characters and the People, I don't, want, I can't go into spoilers territory. So I'm just uh, keep saying the side characters. I love well, that. I, I'm, I'm at the risk of delving into spoiler territory. Well, we I mean, talk about how it's, eight minutes left. It's about them being like, you know, like on the run, this, that, the third, and we talk about we, we mentioned how we see the black and everywhere. What I loved is that where everywhere they went, it's all black people, but each black person has a different. I was dialect. thinking about that this morning. Dialect like, view. You got the critique. You got yeah. the when they're in Kentucky, the dude sounds like he's from Kentucky. Like uh Rob's cousin is from Kentucky. They spoke Shout the exact They spoke the exact same way. And then they go to uh Georgia. I know so many Georgia people. They they speak the exact same way. And then they come to our state and so we he's a full on caricature of <laughs> I'm not yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna he's a, he's just a full on caricature of of uh what we say when we say Florida of how black people in Florida are. Like mm. he's not Florida man, but he's like the black Florida man. Yeah. Like he's a full on caricature. He embodies every stereotype of black people in Florida. 
Exactly. Literally. That's that's all that's all I'll say. But they spoke like like soon as soon as you see him, you're like, oh yeah, they in. Yeah, like, they in Florida. They in Florida. Like as soon as he starts speaking, like, hey yo, what's up, man? You, why you being so green? And he, man, like yeah, he he don't say that, but like he might as well have said that. Yeah, they can, it's, I, the slang is different. Like it, they just did a really good job of being true to what where they were in, right, in the true movie. to the location. Yeah, every every state had a different accent. And I know you know people talk about like. Like um how there's not one African accent, there's not one uh this accent, there's not one that. Yeah. That's exactly what it was like with here. Like I remember uh Trevor Noah I, I literally watched a video about Trevor Noah um today and how he gets his accent accents. He mimics people he knows. But he's got so many di- he's got so many different accents in America. Like you have the traditional uh white girl accent and then you have the you know, the, they they call it the black scent. But now you see the black scent is different everywhere black you go. Everywhere, dog. Like I peeped that slightly, but this movie really embodied it, and I thought it was beautiful. Facts. I'm telling you that. Oh no. What did you think of the theme of the story? Like, you know what what they were trying to talk about the uh, in terms of you know race in America, police brutality, and stuff like that. I the dialogue was enforced, like in um, Black and Blue. Yeah, that was the that was the main thing Man, for me. Like, I haven't even seen all forced. of Black and Blue, but I don't want to. You're finish. not missing it. Like you're not missing. I it. Know, no, the sto- I know. The sto- like watch, know, I, watch it for the story, because like I gotta story, finish watching it. I only saw like the first fifteen minutes. Like the like, story and all this stuff. It was interesting. I, I kept me in, engaged. Yeah, the concept is why it was yeah, on my the, list of movies I wanted to yeah, watch. Yeah, it's a good year. concept, but I think the the dialogue was just way too. Forced. Yes. Yeah, you try to force something too much. Like, it can get annoying. Even to the point where we're like, okay, come on. Like, we know what you're doing. It's obvious. It's more... No, I'm not going to take it. Like, But it, it was just really forced and on the nose. It's like, this is what we're doing, and you're going to listen to it because I'm saying it. Whereas in Queen and Slim, it's like, yeah, we're doing this. They pulling the Colin Kaepernick. That's this, this, this how it is. They doing the Colin Kaepernick yeah. with black and blue. <laughs> and I really loved how uh ah it's a spoiler, but well, actually not really. When they we did, got four when minutes till we dive into four spoilers. When they did thirty mark. When they did what they did in terms of you know shooting the cop and then going on the run, what that the ripples is sent through the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you have people um who are in full support or whatever of what they did, and then you have people. Um, who weren't? Who weren't? And yeah. it was very interesting because there's a lot of point. There's a lot of sides to a story, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of people saw it in different ways because a lot of people, a lot of African Americans, would be like, um, and I think one of, one of them mentioned it was talking about how now that you did this, now people think they have the license to kill cops mm-hmm. and stuff like that, yeah. which is incredibly dangerous to police officers. Right. Yeah. And you know whether or not that cop's a pig or not. Then you you still they still have families and stuff like that exactly. and so they see right. stuff like that and like that that puts them on high alert mm-hmm. and a lot of people think that way like you should have just you know t- took your ticket and gone on with your day but um, uh, it was a lot of people don't know oh that's a spoiler I'm gonna get into that yeah no having 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 an uncle that is a police officer mm-hmm. I can definitely say that we've had conversations like this all the time mm-hmm. especially around the time Michael Brown died. Mm. Uh, or one um, or one um. Oh wow, I can't remember his name. I feel so bad. But when well, he was shot so, running it's so away, so many. That's the when, bad part. The exact. When, well, he he was running away and got shot in the back. Oh, I remember his name. Okay, because as long as I'm not the only. You're one. talking about um, 
Run away, got shot in the back. Yeah, it has it on video too. That wasn't Michael Brown? No. Oh, whoa. Philando Castillo was in his car. Yeah, Philando Castillo was, was in his car. car. I, re- and I know I'll, it was. I know it's, no, it wasn't Eric Garner because I'll, that was Sterling was in. He was just standing outside of yeah. the gas station. Yeah. yeah, selling DVDs. That's probably the main one I didn't like. Him and Trayvon are my top two. That but I, that always yeah. Me. So like I I, I spoke to no, I spoke to my, my uncle about this and I'm and I'm like yeah we have really good conversations like that but at the same time you can now the cop in this movie is a straight up pig. Yeah, for sure. Like he he, sure. he was a straight up pig. He deserved it. And I, at the risk of going into spoiler territory, he had a history in the movie of being a straight up pig too. Mm-hmm. And that's also in the movie what kind of sparks up like the fact that like what you said, people think they have a license to kill cops, especially when like if someone kills, like if someone were to kill um what's his what, what, what's his, wow who who was I can't remember it. Zimmerman. So if someone were to kill oh, Zimmerman, yeah. it, it would be something similar to that. Not going but lie. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk more about that in For sure. Territory. But uh, lastly, let's just implications. Like, this movie definitely, I feel like, sends ripples through the, the community and mm-hmm. shedding more light on the uh, current climate of race in our country. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, more movies like this need to be made, but they don't need to feel forced like black and blue. Um, tell real stories. Well, I mean, of course, this obviously wasn't a real story, but you know, real fleshed out stories that uh can make an impact. To, you know, shed more awareness to like why people need to go see this movie. Like, it, it's not a movie just for us. Like, it's not just for us. We want to see why people see these movies. But I think anybody's like, I don't want so many people sitting in the seats. I saw tweets like that. I was like, no, we want them to see these. We want them to exactly. Be, like, we want them to feel uncomfortable watching these movies. Man, black people need to stop that. They need like. But I, I do understand. It comes from a place of y'all have had so much. Can we just have this, please? Yeah, like, right. that's I think like, I get that. But at the same time, when it's a, when it's a movie about uh, self defense against a a corrupt officer, I feel like that should be also shown in training. Yeah. What? And yes. That's a, that's but a, well, that that that's a whole other spiel that yeah. like. I, I should probably talk to my uncle about before I say say that out loud. Yeah. But yeah, so, something like that should be shown in training or like you know de-escalation. Yeah. In case you get, in case you actually get someone with the gun, like if you could, like some cops are able to de-escalate situations to the point where like dude could have a gun pointed at the cop and still end up getting arrested. It's like that. Like some some cops just have that. Not all cops do, but I think there should be some sort of uh, tactic like that in real life or. Tacks like that within their training to be like, hey, de-escalation before you escalate. Mm. Yeah, some sometimes they preach it. Some of them just don't listen. Mm-hmm. It's because everyone's different. Everyone's got their right. Some their people are more points. aggressive than the others. Like, yeah, that's your job. But like, you think about it, that's just, it's a very dangerous job at that. But mm-hmm. yeah, the time we have all been waiting for. We getting into spoilers. But Robert yeah. hit us with that timestamp. Thirty-one fifteen. Thirty-one fifteen. This is your official cafeteria talk. Spoiler alert! Stop it right now. Go see the movie and come back to it. Spoiler warning: We are going to spoilers in three, two, one. Alrighty, let's just if we we spoilers. Let's talk about it. It was a beautiful, ballsy yet beautiful decision 
to actually decide to have Queen and Slim not make it and to have them die at the end. Yep. Right at the amazing decision. And it's just, and I, of course, they had to be right at the the almost the promise. They weren't at the promised limit. Like, were, it's, it's, it's like they could Moses. See, they could see it's it. It's like Moses. Was, they could see it, but they couldn't get it. They couldn't get it. They were almost out of there. And so, since so we're in spoiler territory, uh, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but it is implied that when they get to Florida, the the Black Florida man is um who helps them and takes them to the to the plane. Mm-hmm. And then and there's a montage at the end that shows all the characters that either helped them or that, that helped them throughout the entire all side characters, all the yeah, side characters. So like even the the white people that helped them, the black people that helped them, and then the Florida dude who out of nowhere has a bunch of money mm, after yeah. it was mentioned that there was a bounty on them. Yeah, so it's implied each. that the black Florida man sold them out. Yeah, which I don't trust Florida people. Black Florida dudes no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. it wouldn't be. It kidding. wouldn't be so hard if they hadn't show the white people being cool and helping them out. Right. Like dang. Yeah. I like yeah, we we, we like we, we exactly we expected people. the white people to, but it's it like the home, home people. But it be that's man. just like, why the Florida dudes got to be so green. That's just the narrative nowadays. Pretty we, much. I mean, we yeah. all we all be talking about, bro. These white people. There's a mass genocide. They want to get rid of us, bro. We doing that but, to ourselves. Exactly. It, and and that, that I think that was a motif that they wanted to put into this movie. Like everyone, even the people who disagree with what they did, yeah. still helped them. Facts. And then at the end, they were still betrayed by their own their own people. Their yeah. own people. And let's just talk about the fact that the Florida dude looked like a mix of uh, Quattro and uh, this is so I put on and D Camp, who is a local who is a local rapper here in Jacksonville. Check out his uh, single um, "Ride for Me." Check out his single "D Camp Ride for Me." Check it out. But it looks like a mix of you and him. Yeah, I was visibly pissed off when he was like, <laughs> I, I was like, why does he... I immediately was like, why does he look like me? Son of a gun, I mean, dog. hey, you wasn't the only uh, you wasn't the only doppelganger in that movie. We had uh, our, our, our mentor brother Terry in that movie at the end, too, selling bean Ooh, pies. That was so funny, man. Cause it's sad. The last scene of the movie... He have to say it. last scene of the movie, he gonna say that. Oh, there goes Terry. I was like, come on, man. Really? If I didn't say it right in there, I would've forgot. I'm trying to enjoy the film, and you just gonna say this dumb stuff. That's why I can't stand him sometimes, but no, you're definitely just... I mean, I knew in the back of my mind, I was like... I always have like a sixth sense about movies and stuff like that, but I saw I was like they're they're not gonna make it. It's gonna be slim if they make it. Uh, slim, I, yeah, like really slim pickets. First off, then I'd say that earlier and you gave me that stupid look. I did okay. give you a stupid look, but then I walked like, yourself I into that one. Steal it. I did walk into it though. Yeah, you did. But walk into this, that. This, just that shot alone, they're walking up. They, you see the promised land, and the next thing you know, you just see police cars. You don't even flying hear flying behind his head. You're like, dang, right? Just like, just like, get out. Right yeah. at the end of the movie, he, exactly. he's got this, you know, pretty much dead white girl laying on the ground. You think he's cool? He's made it. You know, he just fought out, fought out the house, and then we 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 like, oh, oh no, nah, that's been it. Yep. He's and then it turned out to be a TSI guy. But then it's like the opposite way here. Like, yep. I don't even think there was even a black officer in that last scene. Nope, there was not. The, I don't think every there was. every officer was white. Mm. Yeah. That was because you saw a lot of black officers throughout, like every pit stop. Yep. That, that would that would that would help. That would at least, if not help him out, but at least like, all right, well, this is what we got to do. And also, let's also talk about the uh, the side, the other side plot with the with the uh, mechanic's son. Mm. Mm. 
That mm, was something. Mm, mm. <laughs> that was something that caught us. I'm getting chills, man. That jump was so nasty. All oh, off oh, guard. So their car breaks down, and that was around the time when I think, wow, this movie's kind of long. What's going on? Then oh, really? they, okay. Yeah, it was like as soon as the car broke down, I'm like, huh, this movie's kind of long, because I didn't know the runtime. And then they 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 take it to a mechanic, and in the Georgia. mechanic in Georgia, yeah. And so the mechanic is like, the mechanic was the black man who didn't agree with what they did, but he still helped them out nonetheless. And they said, look, please leave me alone. Like, no, we're not leaving you with this car. What if insurance? No, I don't want no house key and nothing like that. Those can be replaced. So then he decides to bring his son with him, his son who cannot be replaced. And so they, they go and they have a walk with the son. And the son is talking about how he's so inspired by that. And he's going to a protest, uh, about he's going to a protest about how they about how they they killed the cop and how this is like yeah stop killing us this you know sparks protest all nationwide and this kid gets so fired up by that and he's going to the protest he's like screaming he's like super energetic and he's like and like this cop is like son just go home just go home you don't want to be here no you're gonna shoot me and then they reveal the cop is black and you're thinking. Okay, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna de-escalate the situation. It's the cop who's de-escalating the situation. Which they should have. Yeah. Which they could have. They could have just had him walk up without his mask on. Because I mean, you could easily see that he was black. But, yeah, but yeah. yeah, they had they had to do the movie the, reveal. Yeah, 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 and he walks up to his like son, just please. I'm not your son. And then the kid pulls out a gun, and we're like, whoa. Okay, maybe it's not a real gun. This is that the third. Maybe it's just you know an intimidation tactic. Yeah. And the gun goes off and kills the cop. Yeah, that's. Just, and, are you saying it goes off like he didn't mean to shoot him in the face? It didn't look like it. I don't think he did. I don't think because he he you looked saw surprised. The right he after. looked surprised, and then he looked like I got oh, I got a crap, more sense I'm about of, to die. I got a more sense of like when he shot him, he it looked slim hat when he shot that cop. Just like just disbelief that he just took a life, whether he meant to do it or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think because he like and I think he meant it. I mean, I don't think he actually the, meant. And if he, I don't think he actually meant to shoot on the front. On the front hand, I mean, if he, he did, that's another another one of the motif of blacks killing blacks in this movie. Yeah, yeah. or blacks getting blacks. Killed. On the front hand, I look at it like you pull the gun. Like everybody says, you re- you pull you point a gun at somebody, you're ready to shoot. Right. Yeah. And he shot, and I think the type of gun he had, I doesn't have a safety. He could he could have just pulled it on accident and shot the guy. Yeah, like I, yeah. I don't know if he like thought the gun had a safety but and then pulled it, but they say later on in the movie that the boy ends up dying. Of course, well, of, of, course. Yeah, of course. So it's at a. I mean, there's a bunch of riot cops everywhere, and, and you shoot a cop. They probably just shot him. Yeah. Yeah, like yep. he shot. Even, him and, he, and, and, even no, if he drops the gun, drops it. Mean, at that point, he still True. he still he shoots a cop and then freezes with the gun in his hand, still pointed at where the cop was. Yeah. Yeah. That was at the, that point. No, you. You, you, yeah, that that shot was worse than when Joker shot Mary. Straight oh up. yeah, <laughs> it was so out of the left angle field. they shot. Her, like it was just because then because you knew you thought okay, de-escalation time. The cops black. Yeah, didn't yeah. matter. And he didn't just matter. Pulled, then he pulls the gun. We're like, okay, okay, hold up, hold up. What is what, what's gonna happen? That he's, was the big. There's no way he's gonna shoot movie. him. Then boom! Like it's honestly just it it, allude, it definitely alludes to the fact that everybody talks about the white cops and. You know, sometimes they talk about the danger they're in being policing the streets of black people. Mm-hmm. But think about the black cops who really, really are trying to be on the right side of history sometimes. You know, you still, yeah. still have some that, you know, black police showing off for the white cops. But yeah. 
you you still have some police that just want to do their job and you mm-hmm. know put their job as being the police. Right. Yeah. And they they're, the they looked at with there. the same scrutiny that their white uh, colleagues have because they act stupid. Right. Yo. Yeah. And this cop was just literally trying to do his job. Hey, like he even was trying to plead the kid, like, yo, you do not want to be here. Like he, he looked at him like he was one of his sons. He was like, yeah, yo, yeah. like get out of here. Like I don't want you. Get I hurt. think all of, like all black like, adults like of authority when they see like a like a black kid or somebody they don't know they do like him. They do look at them like us black people. We can all say this. We all treat each other like family, even if we don't know each other. Cause legit. we all go through. We all go. We all have gone through the same thing of discrimination. Mm, just like white folks take care of their own, we take our own. Like I mean, that's not yeah. an uncommon thing. It's yeah. not just a black thing. Like everybody mm-hmm. take care of you. you look yeah, like me. I'm gonna take care of you. Yeah. Right. And that's what he was trying to do. And it's hard to like. And that's why I feel like with black people, it's so hard for them to be um in a positions of authority when it comes to like being a police because, and because we so quick to sell each other out right in Florida man <laughs> exactly like the, the, yep. the Florida like we, we, we want to say a different word but it's not uh, suitable for cafeteria talk so <laughs> but like because Florida man is certain the stereotype of Florida man is white so I don't know Florida dude black Florida man yeah Florida, Florida boy Florida, Florida boy. boy okay I literally said Florida boy Florida that's jet Florida jet Florida yeah. jet I mean that's yeah, really. That's what that's what you that's what he would be saying. Yeah. yeah. But then again, I'm. I think it also alluded to the fact because as soon as he hopped on screen, I could tell he probably had, he mentally something was up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he's introduced he's introducing the movie by pointing a gun at Queen and Slim. Exactly. Yeah. Like it. He and then that that whole push him meeting Queen and, Queen and Slim, watching what happens because mm-hmm. he, he talked about he, he was just watching the video when, yeah. when he came up. Yeah, like he just um, it also like subtly t- spoke on mental health, which is interesting mm-hmm. because yeah. a lot of that takes a toll, like the news and stuff and everything going on. Because just like people, a lot of people look at that. I know I look at that stuff and I'm like, yo, that could easily be me. I could easily be you or or, or DJ Noah. Like that stuff cannot. That stuff just doesn't happen one in a million. That could be literally any black person on the street. And, and so seeing that takes a toll, and it, it pushed him, I guess, across that edge. And he was like, "I'm going to go, you know, protest." And that shot, my God, I think it's my probably one of my favorite shots in this movie. There's a lot of them, but you know, he's um, walking up the the crowd to the right, and it, they're just focusing on him. Yeah. He's coming down, mm-hmm. and it, oh, it's just so good. And he, and then it's like slow motion. And then when he gets to the front, in front of the cops, it just all hell breaks loose. It's going, it's going yeah. fast paced. It's going hard. It's going in real time. And also, I always love those shots. I don't love these shots because they're not really good. But those shots where like the cops are standing, you know, shoulder to shoulder with their shields mm-hmm. up, and yeah. they're just like kind of control the situation. And then the black people are just going ham because they're so like, everybody in there looks so impassioned about what they were talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, because it's a real issue. It I really think is. out of seeing that, my favorite one, like you saw, like. Everyone was like all in the cop's face, mm-hmm. and there was a one dude who was just standing there with his hands up. Mm, yeah, yep. I remember watching. I was like, "Yo, I was like that's, that that's right hard. there. That's, that right there. That is speaks hard. on the um. I used to. My mom used to say this to me. She's like, we. She feels like a lot. Seventy five percent of black people have the Malcolm X mentality, and only twenty five percent have the Martin Luther King. Yeah. Oh my God! And say it again for the people in the back. I was like, it, that this movie really spoke on that man because. And black people, when it look, we this is how we always do it: the protest. But what we gonna do after the protest? Like, what's the man? It's not just about yes, you can protest, but like, protest ain't the only action you gotta give. Like, you gotta look. 
Whether you like it or not, there's going to be people that's going to support you. Back off. You can't just sit here and protest. Protesting yeah. is literally, is literally, is, I always look at protesting like you're a fan of a sports team. You mm-hmm. can go and cheer them every time. But if, the, if that sports team ain't going out getting, doing nothing to be better, mm. you ain't doing nothing? That's a good point. Like, and, it, and you always got, it's always, it comes down like, you can protest. I mean, it's a great way to bring awareness, but then yeah. you got to speak truth to power, you mm-hmm. know, vote, do all that. And then, but then when people go uh, go talk to people in power, uh, especially in, in today's climate with with the way you know forty five has been acting, yeah. you go talk to forty five, you look at it, you look at that as Uncle Tom, or speaking yeah. truth to power, right? Yeah. So exactly. I, so then yeah. people, black people are like, well, all right, so how do how do I win? he's the one in office, whether you like it or not, he's the one that can really make the changes if he wants to make the changes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, even then they talk about um, being at the table with your enemy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, if how are you gonna, like, I'm not saying that uh, 45 is the enemy of black people. Right. Like, I'm definitely not trying to push that narrative. FBI, don't arrest us. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you think someone is at odds with you, you aren't going to solve any problems by continually being at odds with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, only time, uh, only time in history that it has really ever been shown that having a bigger stick is going to cause conflict is if you set off two atomic bombs and kill millions of innocents. Yep. Yeah. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. At that point, Japan surrendered. Or, yeah, they, like, World they, War II. They'd have had to. It was like, exactly. oh, we don't so, want no more to smoke. Um, Y'all got this? Right. Yeah. You won. You, yeah. We get it. <laughs> we don't, we not, like, that's why I say, like, history before the 1800s was, mm-hmm. is just so, like, I think it's the most inspiring, mm-hmm. even though, yes, slavery was still a thing. But I'm talking about, like, the mindset when America first became America. Like, like yeah, you have people who are so, so dedicated about, about wanting to be free of their oppressor. They literally said, bump it. Like, yeah. That's my so favorite like, part of history. No, 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 no matter how many times. No matter how many times. Well, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Okay. Talk. Like, yeah. you have people who are, like, that way. And then they wonder why, like... And while at the same time fighting for their independence, they're enslaving black people. Black people are seeing this. We want the same thing, too. And they did it, too. And so we did it, too. And until it's going to be equal, stuff like that is going to happen unless we can, like you said, we can speak, either get the authority or speak to those in authority or to get the authority. That's why exactly. they're so... And, not, and, and it can't be... You You can't well, always be ready to... have the authority. You can't even... You, it, and you can't always be ready to kill a cop. Nah. Or kill the authority... To get the authority. Yeah, because then they'll just put in somebody way worse. I like what you said about sitting table with your enemy. Speaking on that, uh, that shot of Queen and Slim sitting across from uh, from the, uh, the, the white, white people. people. Yes. That scene was so I, I'm very deliberate and just beautiful at the same time because you wouldn't expect black white people to, to really be right, especially helped. when they said like uh, yeah. when they said this guy will help you. He yeah, he he will, will be in the navy. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm thinking it's I'm he thinking in the back of my mind. All right, well, I, I guess it could be it could be a white person, maybe. You know the the white guy's name is Flea. Flea. It's literally, his name is Flea. F L E A. Flea. I mean, you're in the dirty South. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. And he was an old war buddy, so I can see that. Yeah. But it it just really like white people are. There's not all people are like that. That was the the thing they were trying to get us to yeah. understand. Well, white people are not all of them. You know, are anti-black and you know want nothing to do with black people. Although his wife. Um, she understandably was like, she you, know, gave, you gonna bring this up in our house? She gave yeah. vibes of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she didn't end up snitching in the end. Like, I was fully expecting that. They're upstairs under the bed <laughs> in the bunker. 
I was like, oh my oh, goodness. Oh yeah. And then I was just go hide under the bed. And then I was like, man, how are they gonna get caught? But then four boards, boom. I, I had a feeling it was gonna be like four boards. They they, uh, they showed that they, in the trailer actually. The did they really? Boards. I didn't. I didn't see that. Okay, last trailer. I think uh, I think the coolest thing. I don't know. I don't know if it was like an intentional thing, but it it kind of felt like you know like Star Wars reference how they the way they the way they shot it coming out of the floorboards mm. looked just like the way they came out in the Millennium Falcon. I have to watch it again. It reminded yeah. me of slavery. Yeah, that, when that too. The, when they were on the ships. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's I'm pretty sure that's the intention, but I'm just a nerd. Yeah, I feel yeah. that. And then uh, one thing I also wanted to wanted to touch on was the police stop scene. So when you know he gets out the car and he's asking him to do all, all the things, I um, I've always learned. I'm in the in the years it's kind of warped my thinking. When I get stopped by the police, I come from the school of I have no rights until I get in front of a court and if I have to fight something, something to fight I'll fight it there yeah. I have less chance of getting shot in the face in a courtroom than I do on the side of the street exactly. and so um, just do everything the cop asks whether he's you know got a tone or whatever because the whole point in that situation I'm not trying to tell him my rights point a phone at him I'm trying to survive right to get home to the store yeah. so I, I don't need the passenger in my car you know riling up the cop you know I'm grabbing my phone I need to you know, you need to listen to me, you know, why this, that, and the other. Because a lot of the time, if you, I mean, of course, this isn't true for a lot of people, especially the people that are dead. You know, yeah. you could de-escalate the situation by acting like, you know, just doing what they tell you to do. Exactly. Yeah. And she gets out and she's, you know, hey, I'm an attorney. What's your badge number? Screaming at the cop. Cop's already on high alert. Exactly. Because yeah. put over two black people. Mm-hmm. And he's white, so he's already on high alert. But I don't know. Like, I just, this movie's good to for couples to watch especially being somebody who dates a white woman as, as an African-American male, my girlfriend and I need to watch this movie together. So she, so she understands, you know, if we're ever in the car and we get pulled over, not the time, not the time to be asking about rights, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you I, white, I'm this time, what's your badge number? Not nah, shut up. Hands on the, exactly. hands on the dash. Hands on the dash. Just ride. Or steering wheel if you drive in either or it doesn't matter. Yeah. Take, take your ticket and go on with your day. Because yeah. the whole point of surviving that's not a that's not a that's not a civil case there. Right. Yeah. He's he's the law. He's the one with the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, even though he was he was dirty and he was a prick. Yeah. He he was a straight up pig. Like I don't I don't use that word to refer to cops. Like I said, my uncle's a cop. Mm-hmm. I I see I see like I see like a lot of stuff and I don't see the line of duty, but I see a lot of the things he does. He's just he was just promoted to lieutenant within the past few years. Oh, congrats. So I don't congrats, use the term man. pigs, but unless you are straight up crooked and. You fit the you fit the description. Like, if you fit the description of a stereotype, I'm gonna call it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I think it's any stereotype. I am not gonna lie, because you mentioned this right after we watched the movie. We mentioned this movie, The Hate You Give. I feel like which I tried to watch on the on my site yesterday. I go lie work. the cop. I go lie the cop that don't pull them over. Cannot cap. I don't think he was much of a pig when he how he approached this. He situation. really was not. I, I, I did one? end up watching that scene. In the hit you give? The yeah, like when okay. he first pulled him over, I don't I, think he was much of a pig. You know, not on the window, hey sir, can you uh can you turn your music down or whatever? You know, he, he yeah. was respectful. He, he wasn't was really respectful. Point, he wasn't as pointed as this guy in Queen of Swim. Yeah. Know? Who was more of a pig was the boy, like he was quick to question. That's why we telling the black people, bro, listen, bro. Shut up. That's you what I'm saying. Like you shut up. Say. You do it. Do it. Do what the man nothing says. To even, say. though, everyone, even though we do that, have that, the right that, to say something. Yeah, we do have the right to say. But you have the right. But here's my thing. Where Trayvon was what 2012, 20, 2012, 2013. I was in eighth grade. So then it that was kind of like that was kind of the 
the when the when the pot was steaming and the pop and the cap popped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's now gotten a whole lot worse, but we're hitting stories about this like literally once a month. Mm-hmm. And so now as bad as it is, and of course it needs to change, we need to uh, vote, speak truth to power and all that. Now in 2019, as a black man, if you're driving anywhere, you should know what to do. Whether whether it's whether you should have to have like the guy was talking about it, like, you know, it's in the hate you give, he was talking about how, you know, it's sad we have to have these talks, but you know, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. That's the way it that's is. What, like, exactly. Like you, you see, yeah, cop you have lights, rights, but you don't have rights. Right. Sorry. Like, like honestly, you see, I see cop lights. First thing I'm doing is, um, especially if if, if, I, if I feel it's me being pulled over, mm. first thing you do, you turn on your blinkers to acknowledge. Alrighty, yep, I know you're being pulled over. At that point, you have, quote unquote, the right because they don't know you're black yet mm. unless they see you. Yeah. You have the right to drive as far as you as far as you can until you feel safe. Hmm. Until you feel safe to the point where you feel he can see you, you can see him. Like, this happened to me once. I mean, I will say I was speeding at the time. I eat gas stations, parking lot. Yeah, but I, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was speeding at the time. And then I saw he put a, he didn't put his flashing lights on. He put his brights on. So I thought, oh, that, this, guy, this guy's a butt. He's putting his brights on behind me. Looks like a cop. I can't tell. Then I saw the lights. I'm like, okay. Blinkers on. I turned. I was on uh, A1A. I was on 3rd Street. And I turned into, like, this new... this really new development, but it had a lot of lights. Mm. That's what I was looking for. Lights. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm... I couldn't see. You thought you had a gun. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it was in the summer, so I'm, I'm a little darker, but I'm, I'm still light-skinned. Yeah. But I'm dark enough. Yeah. So Smash. I'm like, all right, let me go somewhere that we can see it. He asked me, hey, uh, so how you doing today? Uh, you got any weapons in the vehicle? Oh, no, sir. Uh, any knives? Oh, no, I don't. I don't I, and I think you don't say extra information. No, sir. Yes, sir. Like if I said, no, I don't do Cutco anymore. Yeah. You said that? No, I said if I did. Oh, I was about to say. You got got any drugs in the vehicle? No, sir. I like my brain. I said that, you know. Sometimes if you can make a cop laugh, don't always try this because it can back. Yeah, he's doing a little more than I would have done, but yeah, I get get what you're saying. But yeah, but like, do you say something to make it look sound like, oh, well, no, like, I'm not that person. What about any alcohol? Oh, no, sir. If you see I'm underage. I didn't say that, but I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah, but like, make make it seem like you're a, a... Make it seem like you're a full-on law-abiding citizen. Make you get out? Nah. Oh, okay. No. Nah. Hey, I've just, never had well, that I'm, situation. I'm look look, look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm a buck 30. They tell you to get out, you're going to jail. <laughs> Pretty much. Honestly, no. Look, I always say if you see more than two cop cars behind you, you're going to jail. Oh, you're going to jail. Yeah, you're going but to jail. Some, like, I looked out. Uh, when I, when he let me go. Like, warning, no ticket, none of that. Thank God. Yeah. But then when I was leaving, I was I just, I just saw the window down. I told him, all right, yeah, have an amazing night, officer. Then I realized, wait, this is State Trooper there, too. Hold up! Where you come from? Yeah, they they quit to call back up. Oh, they oh man, you never know. But you could you could easily be dealing with the cop on the front. You got another one on the side. Yeah, in a lot of cases, a lot of yeah, cases they ride together. They all about they got that gun on you on the side, just in case you try something. They all about we protecting each other. We be de- you know it's crazy, um, because you know there's a lot of ways to finesse the system and know the law. Mm. But honestly, if you black and you know the law and you know the system, that don't mean squash. I'm sorry, cause I got. Because I got a friend who actually wants to be a police officer. Shout out to my boy, Jason. He just got engaged. But um, Congrats, congratulations. Jason. Uh, a couple weeks ago, he got pulled over by a cop, and he mm-hmm. didn't end up getting a ticket. He was like, he was like, he's like, I just finessed the cop. He's like, you guys got to know the law. And he's he's very good, like, very good with politics, law, mm-hmm. all that. He can tell me anything, and he's told me some stuff. Yeah. But look, there's many laws that can get away from getting a ticket, getting pulled over for them searching and checking. It don't matter. But the fact, that man, ain't, Jason ain't black. Oh really? Oh well, that, that, mm. that, that that explains it. Look, like all these people that's like, 
you because I saw something in one of my in my history class. Um, I saw something in my history class that was talking about avoid getting pulled over by a cop. Realize a lot yeah. of people in the video was white. Look, mm-hmm. that that's gonna play a huge factor. Like, uh, like I so think avoid getting pulled over by a cop. Don't be black, right? <laughs> like, real talk. And like, if you think, like, I remember, and like I said, there are ways to like get out of anything like that. Like, this is video. It's an old SNL skit by Chris Rock. Mm. How not to get your behind beat by the police? <laughs> yep. Like I don't know if you guys have seen that, but nah. like, it's, it's a funny. It's funny. It's only. It's only funny if you're black because it talks about don't do this, don't do that, this, that, the third. Which basically, it's like what you said earlier. It's it sucks, but it's the way it is. It's yep. the way it is. Like you know, maybe one day it'll change. It. Right now, it's not. Right, yeah, it's not changing right now. Do what Obama ain't help us at all with that. Do what the people tell you do to do. Do what they tell you to do. And like you were saying about uh Jason being being white, like of course they get a they get a sense of deniability, you know, off the bat because they're white. And that's a that like people I feel like white people in the situation, like I told them this morning, this movie would have been really interesting. I mean, I love uh Daniel Kalua and Jody Turner Jody Turner Smith, but this movie would have been so interesting. I would love to see a movie like this if it was Dan Kalua and a white girl. This would have been so interesting to see the types of um the polarity the polarity yeah yeah because the white girl's gonna be looking at it a whole different for example in get out again um when they when he got pulled over and the white girl was like you know why is why is this that i was the one driving blah 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 and dan Kalu's character's like yo shut up exactly <laughs> nothing to say here. exactly like, like yeah, it's, it's, it's good it's good it's good just stay quiet stay quiet like they they need to understand especially like any any white girl or or white guy who's going to date somebody that's African-American or a person of color, they need to understand the risk that that person is in. Mm-hmm. Like me and my girlfriend have talked about it before, um, the type of risk that, that you know, we take, just even being together. Yeah, because, I was going to say, because, yeah. like, you go, yeah. you go to some places in the country, uh, you may not make it out alive. Exactly. Facts. So, like, stuff like this you need to be privy to because of the, the re- reality of situations. Reality. But real quick, as we, you know, before we wrap it up, um, favorite part. I know that's a hard sell. That's hard, man. It was good, but... The DJ knew it first. Yeah. Put me on the spot. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Um, I would probably say the, the scene, the, the, the scene with the, um, with the kid and, at the protest. It was, it was definitely... Mm. One thing I know, one thing I noticed, the, the, he he get you could tell he gave a lot more energy on set than he did in the uh, in the vocal dubbing mm-hmm. stage. But that's yeah. that's some other things. Cause but he was acting his behind off, and like I, yeah. he was in um he was in that show on Netflix. Everything yeah. sucks. Yeah, everything sucks. And so like he was he was he he was good, but I mean it's a that's a it's a basic show about the nineties. You don't really get to do a lot of. Uh, like emotional deep, acting, deep, yeah, right? Yeah. And he was emotional. Yeah. And then the the fake, like you can see, like three emotions that went off when he shot the gun. Oh snap! What just happened? Oh snap! Did I just do that? Oh snap! Oh my goodness! And then oh snap! I'm about to die. Yeah, because he just froze. Yeah, like you froze. <laughs> like a deer in headlights. <laughs> like an antelope in headlights. So many like just black movies come into mind thinking about this movie. But Rob, favorite part? Favorite part. I would probably say, I do want to say the end, the end scene, mm-hmm. just because of the line she gave, even though it was her like in every trailer, but 
I gotta give it to the haircuts. I gotta give it to the haircuts. I hate yeah. you because that's my favorite. Bro. I, was, I, I was gonna you say so that. We, we, we talked about that last night. I got another part I'll talk about, though. I got another part you I'll talk should, about. Like, you should, because I could, I could go back to Nah, I got another part I'll talk about. And the reason why is just because I'm always big on that climatic part that just switching everything. Mm-hmm. Once he gets the hair, well, not even the haircut scene. I'll probably say just the whole, um, well, that whole part right there with the uncle because the uncle I think is my favorite character just because he has so he has so much rolled up. Yeah, you could definitely he, tell he had a lot he, of. He killed. He he. he this killed, movie dealt with a lot of. He killed. He he, he he killed. He killed the girl. The girl on the run. Um, he killed him. Well, Queens. He killed Queens' mom. That's the uncle. He he served. He served. He served in the military. Yeah, he said after Iraq, it was never the same. And then yeah. you're like, whoa. Hold and up. then now you know. And now she died at the end. Like I feel like there's so much. There could be so much left left for his like implication. Yeah, wise. for his for his character. I would love to see what yeah. happened to him next, even though they're probably not gonna do it. But yeah, yeah, they, they could, man. They could, very possible. I think my favorite part would have to be, um, I don't remember exactly when they said this, but she was talking about, uh, you know, what they were driving, and they were talking about what they wanted, you know, in a partner or whatever. Oh yeah. And the lines that they just the nods they were kicking, like the the one line she came because y'all heard, y'all heard me fall out when I when yeah, she said oh yeah oh my when god said, this dude started shouting when she said I don't want a man to to fix my scars I want him to, I want him to hold my hand while I fix them myself I was like. Eh. No, it's like, no, no, I want him to, uh, what is it, uh, show me the scars I didn't know I had, and instead of trying yeah. to fix them, let me fix them myself. I, I was, was like, like oh, oh, yeah, ooh, that ah. right. And then they laid a lot of, um, I don't know what you would call it, but they would be on the screen, but their mouths would be moving, but they would be talking. Yeah, I like, yeah. really a like lot, that. A lot I like of, that, too. A lot of, um, why can't I think? I'm just saying, like, just mental this. speaking, I don't know. It's yeah. Just, Quick word for it, mental yeah, like, speaking. Yeah, in, implications, but it was with, with the voiceover. Yeah. yeah, it was just, oh, it was so nice. But this this movie has so, I'm going to definitely go check it out again. Um, but like we said, implication-wise, like, it just leaves so many ripples. Like, so many conversations can be had. Like, now going back to what we were talking about this morning in the car, like, it definitely could be a um, a first date movie because of the conversations you could possibly have. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's it's so important that, what the things you learned in this movie. And one last thing before we move on. Um, that scene with the store clerk and he's holding the gun to Kaluuya. Oh my Which, God. When Kaluuya hand, uh, Slim handed him the gun. He was definitely not black in that situation. So wait, yeah, let, me, let me explain it to y'all. Um, so they're in the store. Uh, they're getting gas for the first time. The first time that they, they run off. Maybe maybe been driving for maybe 10, 12 hours. And they go into the store and the guy says, hey, 40 on pump what one or whatever. And the guy says, and he tried, he's sticking up the store. He doesn't have any money. So he's sticking up the store very poorly, by the way. He's like, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm, give me the gas or I'll shoot you. You don't even have the gun pointed at him. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, can I hold your gun? I'll pay for your gas. And stupidly, Julia doesn't empty the gun. <laughs> he hands the gun to the guy. And the guy, um, I think, what do we guess that that was? School, like, Tennessee? Yeah, so it had to be somewhere between Kentucky and Tennessee because they had just yeah, yeah. they had just left Kentucky. Yeah, so they, had to they were they were definitely and they were, and they were on their way to New to New Orleans. They so. were definitely right. in Tennessee. So they get there and he he's handsome the gun and the, and the guys like, um, oh, what what does it feel like you know hold to hold a loaded weapon? Right, or do you have the and power starts, to kill him? Power to end a life in your exactly. Hands. And he pointed it to Dan Kaluuya's character, uh, Slim, and it just. I think that even he even he had mental because that's that's literally school shooting. Oh yeah, like that. Yeah, that was school like shooting. He, like, all he over. had he, like when I remember how I talked about how you you can't get mad about stereotypes you embody it. Mm. Dude had the long hair too. 
Yeah. You know, Kobe uh, Boothman did a very good job uh, playing that role. But yeah, that, that scene was just kind of interesting, too. But um, that wraps up our Queen and Slim review. Um, we're about to go ahead and just kind of end it. But one thing we did forget to do up top, uh, let's do some, let's do a put on real quick. After all that, let's do a quick little put on. Okay. Um, Slick, we'll let you go first. This is relation to the movie, but the soundtrack is fire. And I'll, I'll put y'all on the soundtrack, but my favorite song right now is probably the song Queen and Slim by mm-hmm. um Coast Contra and BJ the Chicago Kid. Definitely go check that out. Or Collide by Tiana Major Nine and, and Earth Gang. Y'all definitely go check Ooh, that out. Oh, I love Earth Gang. Yes. Y'all definitely go check out the Queen. It's literally Queen and Slim soundtrack. It's on everything. I got you. I'm going to check it out on Spotify at work this week. Or I ain't working this week, but, you know, I'll check it out. Um, yeah. DJ Noah, tell us about it. Well, like I said it earlier, but uh, since it's kind of related to the movie, like I said, uh, the, the dude from Florida kind of looked like a mix between Cyrus and D-Cam. I'm going to put y'all on D-Cam. Uh, check out a single ride for me. You've probably heard it, if you, especially if you live in Jacksonville on the radio. It plays a lot. But the song is called Ride For Me. Like people hear it, but they don't know it. I'm gonna put y'all put y'all on decam. Decam, I like it. Um, my put on this week, or <laughs> we have three episodes this week, but I think my put on is gonna be a Netflix movie. It's been on there maybe maybe a f- couple months now. Um, American Son. American Son is based on a play. It's about this um this mother whose son is pulled over by the police, and she's waiting in um. And in the precinct, waiting to you know get more information about her son. And the funny thing about this movie, y'all, it has four. It's four. It's only four characters, and it takes place in only one. In only one room. So the whole hour, hour and a half of the movie, and literally, it's just it's based on a place. So it's based on let's just monologues on monologues on monologues, and it literally touches on everything that happens in this movie: mental health, police brutality, uh, race in America, and it's. An incredible movie. I did a review on it. Got a ten out of ten. It's incredible. Stars uh, Kate Washington, most of y'all know her from Scandal, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and a couple other people, uh, a couple other no names that uh, that I don't really know. But that's my put on. Uh, check out American Son. It's on Netflix. Only an hour and a half. Really not a lot of time in your day. And just check that movie out. But without further, I do did that wrong. Yeah, you you definitely. Or with again. A right. and I adieu for their adieu. But um, yeah, sorry. But let's go ahead and just wrap it up. Uh, shout out to my boys over at Soupcast. They um, they do really big things. Um, I think when this episode drops, they would have a new episode out. Uh, a new episode out. So go check them out. Check them. Find them on Instagram at Soupcast. Um, S U P C A S T. Tweet at them at Soupcast. Um. Then we have an absence again. You can find Kev at kid, K-I-D-D underscore Kev, two Vs. Um, Slick, where can I find you? Find me on Instagram at Slick, without the C, underscore Rob, double B, underscore. DJ Newell. All right, y'all can find me at DJ underscore Newell. That's on Instagram and Twitter at DJ underscore N-U-A-H. You can find me, Big Guy Sai, uh, on Instagram at B-I-G-G-U-I-C-Y. Uh, you can get catch me on Twitter. I probably won't tweet you back, but hey, uh, Twitter at redkuwe three one seven, and you can follow Cafeteria Talk at Cafeteria Talk Official. Uh, you can tweet at us at Cafeteria Talk. You can find us on Facebook at Cafeteria Talk Official. 
Like I said uh, last episode, we are working on getting our Stitcher and Apple Podcasts definitely before 2020. Um, lots of big things come in December. We're going to just a, a month full of um, year-end reviews. We're going to be kind of looking at some of our highlights of the year and definitely the big Star Wars episode because we're so excited for Star Wars. Um, a spoiler, that might be at least an hour 30. Just saying. <laughs> Messing around that, that with this one, this one, not too bad. It's like a, that, one it's a good hour in the, that one could be longer yeah. than the movie. Big facts, like I, mm. like I think I think we 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 need to get like lapel mics and just talk about it as soon as we leave the theater. Exactly, because we we see it. Well, we're not seeing a late showing, so we don't feel to talk about it. Soon yeah, it's the theater. It's a sick. Yeah, it's a sick. Yeah, I'm saying it's not like we're seeing a midnight showing that we yeah. can just talk out loud. Spoiler: We got to still be quiet. But. Yeah, but guess what, y'all? I was prepared today with the love quote. <laughs> Bam, and it's from. <laughs> Putting a qua- uh, an applause clip right there. It's from we- Reese Witherspoon. You always gain by giving love. Uh, y'all have a great week. This will problem stop. This will be the last episode y'all get this week. Yeah. And uh, y'all be y'all be safe. And uh, love y'all. Cafeteria talk. We out. Cafeteria talk.